Greetings, friends, and welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean, your host. Today we are looking at our prophet's portion for this week, which happens to be Isaiah chapter 54 through 55, verse 5. Not a lot of verses this morning. Uh, these prophet portions are fairly short, but uh, they're prophetic and they're powerful. And this particular portion is dealing with the eternal covenant of peace. You know, it's, it's this idea... And and God makes this point that, hey, even though my wrath has been kindled against you for a little while, he desires that covenant with his people. And we see this uh, famous verse that we've all heard, which is uh, verse 17. And that's how chapter 54 ends. And it says, no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. So I want to read a little bit of commentary um, from Charles Spurgeon on just these this last verse here, and he kind of breaks it down uh, because he just did a really good job. Each little nuance of the verse and this needs to just really be embedded in our hearts. So the verse starts with, No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. Spurgeon says, No weapon of any kind, however cunningly made or however deftly handled, no weapon is formed against thee shall prosper. The next part of the verse says, And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. The tongue, that worst of weapons, whose wicked words are sharper than swords, is like a condemned criminal. Then the next part of the verse says, This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. Spurgeon says, Did I not rightly say that these precious promises belong not only to the whole church of God as a body, but also to each individual member of that church? You see, no weapon formed against you will prosper, and any tongue that rises against you, you will condemn in judgment, okay? The verse goes on to say, that is the heritage of the servants of Yehovah, of Yehovah. And then, of course, the verse ends with, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Spurgeon says, if then your righteousness is found in God... In God you shall find everything else that you need for time and for eternity. God grant this unto each one of us for his dear name's sake. Amen. So I wanted to start today's portion by just really breaking down that last verse before we just get into the short reading for this morning. In this uh, uh, prophet's portion, uh, God reminds us that, that he that he, uh, even though he's forsaken us for a small moment, with great mercies he will gather us. He reminds us of the promise that even though he destroyed the earth with a flood during the times of Noah, that that's not going to happen again. He'll never destroy it with water again. He says, Four mountains depart and hills will be removed, but my kindness shall not depart from thee. Neither shall the covenant of my peace be removed, saith the Lord, that hath mercy on thee. Now, 
This is one of those chapters that has God's name in Hebrew over and over and over. And of course, we know in most English translations, you just get the capital L-O-R-D, specifically in the King James, which just uh, is, and the reason why they capitalize it is to let you know that's where the name of God is in the original text. So, I'm going to say the name of God uh, as I believe that it is pronounced Jehovah or Jehovah. Uh, as we read through this, because there's a specific point where he says, this is my name. <laughs> and it just, I don't know, I mean, I have no problem with the, the word Lord, um, as many people do. But when a, when the scripture specifically says, this is my name, I just feel like we should at least attempt to say it. if we If we are so blessed as to have an idea of what it might be. So... That is the long introduction. Let me read today's portion, which is only about 20 verses. Uh, We have 17 out of 54 and then 5 more in 55. So let's have a look and open up your hearts. And may the Spirit of God speak to you this morning and bring you peace and hope, which we all desperately need right now. Let's have a look. Isaiah 54 through 55.5 Sing, O barren, you did not bear. Break forth into singing and cry aloud, you that did not travail with child. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married women, says Yehovah. Enlarge the place of your tent, and let them stretch forth the curtains of your habitations. Spare not, lengthen your cords, and strengthen your stakes. For you shall break forth on the right hand and on the left, and your seed shall inherit the other nations and make the desolate cities to be inhabited. Fear not, for you shall not be ashamed, neither be confounded, for you shall not be put to shame, for you shall forget the shame of your youth, and shall not remember the reproach of your widowhood any more. For your Maker is your husband, Yehovah Sevaot. Is his name, and your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, the Elohai of the whole earth, shall be called. For Jehovah has called you as a woman forsaken and grieved in her spirit, and a woman of youth when you were refused, says your Elohim. For a small moment I have forsaken you, but with great mercies will I gather you. In a little wrath I hid my face from you for a moment. But with everlasting kindness I will have mercy on you, says Jehovah, your Redeemer. For this is as the waters of Noach. Unto me, as I have sworn that the waters of Noach should no more go over the earth, so have I sworn that I would not be wroth with you, nor rebuke you. For the mountains shall depart, and the hills be removed, but my kindness shall not depart from you, neither shall the covenant of my peace be removed, says Jehovah, that has mercy on you. O you afflicted, tossed with tempest and not comforted, behold, I will lay your stones with fair colors, and lay your foundations with sapphires. And I will make your windows of agates and your gates of carbuncles, and all your borders of pleasant stone. And all your children shall be taught of Yehovah. 
and great shall be the peace of your children. In righteousness shall you be established, you shall be far from oppression, for you shall not fear and from terror, for it shall not come near you. Behold, it shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against you shall fall for your sake. Behold, I have created a smith that blows the coals in the fire, and that brings forth an instrument for his work, and I have created the, wa the wasters to destroy. No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment shall you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of Yehovah, and their righteousness is, is of me, says Yehovah. O oh, everyone that thirsts, come ye to the waters, and he that has no money, come ye buy and eat. Yea, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfies not? Hearken diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Incline your ear and come unto me, hear, and your soul, soul shall live. And I will cut an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. Behold, I have given him for a witness to the people, a leader and commander to the people. Behold, you shall call a nation that you know not, and nations that knew you shall run unto you because of, Yah of Yehovah Elohai, and for Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of Yehovah, and their righteousness is of me, saith Yehovah. That is the prophet's portion for this morning, and it's just, it's just, it's just a lot of hope. It's to remind us that, hey, yeah, even though they come against you, they're going to fall. Even though they come against you, they're going to fall. They're not going to succeed in this. In righteousness shall thou be established. Thou shalt be far from oppression. And, thou, and he says, For thou shalt not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come near thee. He says, Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Listen, this is the heritage of them who serve God, those who have trusted in Messiah. Your righteousness is of God. It's not of your own. I like what Spurgeon said in that commentary. If then your righteousness is found in God, in God you shall find everything else that you need. Praise be to the Most High. Come quickly, Lord Jesus, come quickly, is my prayer. The world is going in a very dark direction. We know this. But our hope is not in this world that's decaying, that's promised to burn and be replaced with a new heaven and a new earth. Our hope is in God. Our hope is in His Son. 
We need to get to a place where we are longing for the things of God and not for the things of this world. You know, when your hope is in God and God alone, there's no place to be scared. There's no place to be uh, filled with anxiety and fear. There's just... there's there, When you really are sold out to God and to the kingdom of God, and that is where your hope is, there's nothing to be had but peace. And see, I believe that the people who really trust God that much, they really will receive these promises that, that we're seeing here in Isaiah. That whosoever shall gather against thee will fall. Right? That no weapon formed against you will prosper. And everyone who rises a tongue up against you, they'll be condemned. This is the heritage of those who serve Yehovah, those who have trusted in his son. And right now it seems like he's kind of turned away, doesn't it? Everything that's been going on. And, and we might look and say, where is God? I like those two verses, verse 7 and 8. He says, for a small moment I have forsaken thee, but with great mercies will I gather thee. In a little wrath I hid my face from thee for a moment. With everlasting kindness will I have mercy on thee, saith the Lord thy Redeemer. Verse 5 says, For thy maker is thy husband. The Lord of hosts, Jehovah Savaots, is his name. And thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. The God of the whole earth shall he be called. We need to really start embracing the promises of God. And like I said, and hey, I'm I'm looking in the mirror when I say these things. I'm not saying them to you. I'm saying them to myself. And if they happen to apply to you, well, then it'll be a blessing for you as well. We really need to get to a place where, like I said, this... This world, it's going nowhere, right? It's going nowhere but to the pit. We got to get to that place, truly get there in our heart, not in words, but in truth, where we really believe that, hey, there's nothing that matters except for God and the kingdom of God. And I have a purpose in this world. I don't need to continue to think to myself and torment myself and say what is my purpose what am I here for I know what we're here for we're here to share the good news to share the gospel of the kingdom to invite as many people into this kingdom as we can to show people the love of Christ it's really that simple we are to use our resources and our talents and all that God has provided for us. Some he's provided more, some he's provided less, but what we have we use for the kingdom. And we're not going to worry about what we're going to eat and what we're going to drink and, and what we're going to wear because God says, you know, Jesus told us, look, just focus on the kingdom of God and these little things that you spend so much time worrying about, they're going to be added to you. God's going to take care of those things. He knows that you need them. He says, look at the birds. You don't see them storing food in barns, do you? Your God takes care of them. They're just birds. 
how much more will he take care of you? I see so many Christians walking in fear. Walking in fear. Look, there is a time to mourn. There, there's nothing wrong with, uh, with mourning what's happening. But we're talking about an overall attitude. There's, there's moments in time for the, for, to, to be sad and to mourn and to grieve. But there's never a moment of time for us to be living in fear. We need to trust God. I hope to talk more about this in the coming weeks. I'm just kind of thinking out my thoughts, but I've been thinking a lot about this, about the prodigal son and about how many people have just kind of fallen away from the faith. We're in the time of the great apostasy, the great falling away. And what follows that, I believe, is the revealing of the man of sin. If we have those doctrines correct. We are going into a very strange time and we need to be trusting in these promises of God because they're for those. This is the heritage of those servants. Those who really are servants of the Lord. I pray you've been blessed this morning. I feel like I'm rambling and so therefore it's time to stop. If you love prophecy and you'd like to learn more about prophecy, you can do that for as little as about three minutes a day, picking up my devotional, The End of Days, a 30-day devotional. It's a very inexpensive book, and I think it'll really take your knowledge a long way, especially those of you who are new uh, to all of this. So you can pick up a copy of that by going to scriptureandprophecy.com forward slash book. Thank you for all your support. Thank you for all your prayers. Lord willing, I'll be back with you tomorrow for our Torah portion for the week, which... As I told you last week, I had no plans of doing, but hey, we do as much as we can with what we have because the time is short. Peace and grace be with all of you, and until next time, God bless.